My name is Casey Cook, also known as Buff Cookie from Instagram. Um, I started originally as a bikini competitor, um, started kind of in the fitness industry, and now am helping my my boyfriend run his gun store, Ready Gunner. So now you kind of see me involved with firearms and um, the veteran community. So that's kind of what I'm doing now. And how, how did that all happen? Like, did you start when did you start competing? Did you? So I started competing um, when I was I was living with a friend of mine who had competed in a couple shows and it really just started as um, a way to challenge myself. Um, I saw all these girls doing it and I figured why not might as well see what I'm capable of. So I after a 12 week prep. Um, by myself. I didn't have a coach. I just decided to kind of do it on my own and wing it. I ended up taking first in novice and first in open um, in my local show. And then three months later went on and competed in nationals where I took 13th. Um, at nationals, I kind of decided that, you know, that was where I wanted to leave um, the fitness industry or behind and the competing um, decided to hang up my shoes after that show, just decided it wasn't really for me. I respect everybody that competes. It's hard work and super, super tough. But for me, I, I wanted to do other things with my life. Um, but on that same note, it was great because it opened up a lot of other opportunities for me and I learned a lot. So from there, um, I kind of grew my Instagram because of that and now have a network of people who follow me for fitness advice and now also some other gun related stuff. So kind of transitioned over to that as, as in last year, I think. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's, that, so. it's a totally like 180. So what made you it do is. that? <laughs> um, it kind of came natural for me. I grew up in a family that we've hunted forever. I mean, when I was three years old, my dad was packing me around on all of his hunts. So I've been around guns my whole life. And then um, when I started dating my boyfriend uh, three years ago, he owns a company called Ready Gunner. Um, and he has grown it, grown it tremendously in the last couple years. And we've actually moved to a new location in Orem, Utah. That's about 20,000 square feet with a, with a shooting range. And <clears throat> as he became more busy, um, I felt the need to come and help him. It made more sense for me to put in hours and help him grow a business that directly affected me and him instead of working for somebody else. Um, so last year I started helping him and then just kind of transitioned into that where, you know, our, our days are spent around guns, helping people shoot, training, um, and, and all that fun stuff. So it, it kind of, it became my job and then became more of a hobby since it's just what we do all day, every day. And we love it. So, um, like I said, it was, it was hunting originally when I was younger and now we're, we're more into the tactical side. We do a lot of custom built AR 15s and all sorts of fun stuff. So you dream it up, we can do it here at Ready Gunner. So. Mm -hmm. And what is your favorite, what's your favorite handgun? My favorite handgun? Yes. Um, so my personal carry that I carry every day um, is the SIG 9 or P938. Mm -hmm. um, it's a nine mil, great size. Um, it's just, it's the perfect handgun for me and I love um, how it feels. So when you're picking a handgun, that's most important. So 
that for me is number one. Um, the other one I really do like that I've recently picked up is also a SIG, and it's the SIG 320, which if you've heard or know anything about guns, that's actually the gun that the Army um, picked up. So that's the new contract gun for the military. So pretty sweet gun. I love SIGs. That's that's my go-to. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. And what made you, like, you know, you got into, you, I mean, your whole life is around guns. So what... What is it about the business that is different from the other side? Because not, not a lot of people are involved in the business. So the other side of what? Of like, you know, you're now a part of the, you know, selling guns. How is that? What is that like? And being a part of the business instead. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's really fun because I, there's so much to learn. Um, it, it blows my mind that I come into work every day and learn something new. Um, and I've only been doing this for a year and I have tons to learn. And even Neil, who's the owner, he learns something every single day and he's been in the military and has had the business for seven years. And it's, it's just amazing that it's constantly changing and you're constantly learning new stuff. Um, but the best part about it is being able to have these customers or even women come in who, who know nothing about guns or firearms and are a little hesitant and nervous to own their first one and that they can come in and get the training and learn, learn about um, proper handling and storage. And it's taking them from that concern and fear of firearms to where they're comfortable and suddenly it's a tool that they can use for protection and suddenly it they're they're comfortable owning a firearm and i love i love seeing that um one of the biggest misconceptions is that firearms are scary and they're dangerous and they're assault weapons which is is not the case if they're if you treat them properly and you educate yourself on them and they're put in the hands of good people who know what they're doing, it's an amazing tool. And I think the more people learn and educate themselves, they, they see that. And I love, I love seeing that transition in people where it's, it's a fear and then it turns into like, Oh my gosh, I love this and I want to do it all the time. So we get a lot of women that come in and, and take our courses and, and end up buying handguns and becoming huge um, advocates for carrying. So that's probably my favorite. Mm -hmm. And your husband was the one who started the business? Is that correct? Yes. So he is a former Army Ranger. Um, he served for five years, um, did four deployments, went into some private contracting after that. And then he decided to get his FFL license just as kind of a hobby, a way for him to get guns at a discounted price and help family and friends. And then Suddenly it just started growing to where people were making appointments with him and he eventually opened up a small location in Provo. Um, and then from there, um, our niche is, like I said, the custom build AR-15s and we do AR-10s as well. Um, but those custom built guns are super, super cool and super unique that nobody, no other gun retailer does that. Um, so that that took off and we've been able to move into this large location. Um, we now have quite the platform on social media as well. Um, Ready Gunner has a huge, huge following as well as a couple of our other gun pages. So it's kind of fun that we can market that way and have influence in other ways than just a, a retail location, so. Mm -hmm. And when when you started becoming a part of the business, what what is like the most kind of thing that you've learned over the past year? 
Oh, wow. Um, that most of I've learned. Um, that's, a, that's hard to say because I learn, like I said, I learn so much every day. And probably the biggest thing I learn all the time is that I know nothing in comparison to what there is to learn. Um, um, one of the common misconceptions that I even had before I came into the business was kind of the regulation on firearms. Um, a lot of what you hear in the media is that there there needs to be stricter background checks and um, there needs to be heavier regulations on um, the selling of firearms. When when you actually look at what we do as a business, we are so thorough in our paperwork and our background checks and who actually takes fire, a firearm out of our store. Um, it couldn't be any more tight than it is now. Um, the people that are getting guns that shouldn't, they are getting those from consumer to consumer. There mm -hmm. currently is no regulation on consumer to consumer sales. So that's where people are a little, um, misguided with the information that's out there. Um, so that's one thing I definitely learned that the the paperwork and all the details that go into just selling a firearm is it's crazy. So we we do our diligence and, and make sure that we are following all the ATF regulations and up up to code with everything. So it kind of that was probably the biggest thing is I I kind of thought it was more it was an easier sell than it is, but it is definitely, it's harder to get a gun than people think. So. Mm -hmm. And do y'all sell explosives like Tannerite or anything like that? You know what we used to, um, the problem with that is, um, there's been some lawsuits with, mm -hmm. with Tannerite because it starts fires and people are, are not handling it properly or safely. And so for us, it's just better not to have that liability. So we don't, we don't currently sell that. Kind of. A you know what? We, we we try to cater to everybody. Like mm -hmm. I said, we want we want families to feel comfortable here, women. But we do support our veterans like crazy. We offer really good discounts, and we do events for them all the time. We're actually helping host a an event this weekend out in Hiawatha, Utah. Um, that's for a foundation that helps vets. It's called Warfighter Made. So we're constantly doing charity events and trying to help out our veteran community because we just, we love those guys. Um, Neil's a, a veteran himself. So, I mean, we see and know how much their lives are effective, affected by, by their service. And we just, we love the hell out of them and would do anything to help them, so. And how, when you teach someone like, you know, Someone who, of course, someone just comes up, I've never purchased a firearm or anything. Say I come up to you. How do you handle that kind of situation? How do you teach them something? Yeah, so we get that pretty much every day. Um, and someone who just walks in and says, you know, I have no idea about a gun. I'm looking to get my first one, but don't know anything about it. Um, our, our sales team will help educate them as much as they can with just a, a quick one-on-one -on -one um, behind the counter. But what we do is we highly encourage all of our new shooters to take our courses. We offer women's only courses. We do basic handgun, intermediate handgun, um, all the way up to advanced. And we do that with rifles as well. Um, we do a protection in the home course. So we highly suggest that anybody who's looking to purchase a handgun, especially if they're new to it, that they take a course to get the ed education to follow. Um, 
so that's that's number one along with that we also we have our shooting range in-house um, so we with those classes we can get them on the range and get them live firing those guns so that they get the real experience not just sitting looking at a textbook type courses so mm -hmm. that's that's definitely what we do to encourage customers to to get the education that they need mm -hmm. yeah uh, and what you you mentioned a few of the training courses. What what is involved in those exactly? Is it mostly safety at first, and then you go into the other stuff? Yeah. So depending on the person's skill level, I mean, we obviously suggest that they start with the basic. Well, they have to take the basic before they go to the immediate, intermediate, and advanced. Um, but the basic one is going to be just your basic safety and handling of the firearm. Um, the basic will be more in class training just so you get to know how the gun works how you hold it um and all the all the safety um, requirements that you need with that and then they will move on as they get into the higher courses onto the range um, up in the advanced class they will even do um, moving training so they're shooting while moving and we do drawing from a holster so so they you can really get the full spectrum of training here um, but we do, we start with the basics and make sure that, that they know everything from A to Z. Mm -hmm. And what about, do you have any involvement with competitive shooting and anything like that? Um, you know what? We don't, we have a, a few other friends that do that type of training. Um, we will occasionally have those type of classes down here at Ready Gunner, but we don't always have those on the schedule. So that's mm -hmm. one that we'll probably do more in the future, but right now, just more of the, the regular training courses. Mm -hmm. And of what is like, I mean, you mentioned one of the big misconceptions of firearms. What What is uh, some of the others that you feel that people don't understand or just are not, are told something else? Oh, there's a lot. Um, I mean, you see on just social media and just media in general, um, the misconception about um, firearms being just assault weapons, that they, they're commonly labeling them incorrectly. A lot of times you'll hear news anchors talk about, oh, they saw, shot this semi-auto rifle and they, they believe that it's this full auto. Mm -hmm. which is not the case. No, no civilian can own a full auto rifle. Um, we have one here at the store that you can shoot on our range because we have the license for it. But there is, there is nobody that can come purchase a fully automatic weapon. And that's a huge misconception is the difference between a full auto and semi-auto. Um, semi-auto, you have to pull the trigger every single time. <laughs> Um, a lot of times people think that's going to send, you know, 50 bullets downrange with one trigger pull. So that's probably one of the more recent ones. There was a news lady that talked about that. So you hear it all the time. There's just, there's, there's not much knowledge on guns and the ones who talk poorly about it really have no knowledge of it at all. Yeah. I feel like there's so much, you know, especially in media, it's a lot of uneducated people like, you know. They don't even know what model the gun is. They don't know what where it came from. They they don't know anything, and they just speak about it like it. This is the, like they they're like oh, this is the worst thing ever. I I just don't understand. Right. That. 
Yeah, and it, it happens all the time. And like I said, that's that's my favorite to see here in the store is you get these women who who have that same conception that they're scary and they're just going to, if they have one, it's going to kill somebody. And it's fun to change change their thinking on it. Once they get the education, it suddenly is, is not so scary and it is second nature and they actually want to carry because they see the importance of it. Mm-hmm. And is that, and is this what you've always wanted to do? Is this like the, the dream, I guess? I'm not sure. <laughs> um, you know what? No. I mean, when I was, when I was younger, it was, I was going to be a nurse and that kind of changed. I decided I didn't really like that and I went back and forth, but now that I'm doing it, I, I love it. It's, it's so fun. And I love being in a business that I'm constantly learning. Um, and it's, it's really fun to kind of grow a family business as well, instead of just working for somebody else. I love seeing it grow and it's, it's something I'm more passionate about than I ever thought I would be. Um, so it's, it's kind of our little baby. So we spend a lot of time here and trying to make it, it grow and be something that benefits not only our family, but, um, the community around us. So it's, it's been really fun to see. Mm-hmm. And do you want to expand much more or like, do you want to have multiple stores in multiple states or cities or? Like... Yeah, absolutely. Um, the idea is to definitely grow. Um, we, we will probably have a couple more stores here in Utah. That'll be the next kind of expansion. Um, we're also really trying to grow our e-commerce mm-hmm. um, cause then we can um, kind of target the dem- the whole demographic of everyone in the United States, not just Utah. So we've been doing that as well. You'll see us, like I said, all over social media. Um, we have people purchase handguns from us or guns in general from all over the nation. So it's, it's kind of fun to meet and be able to cater to everyone and not just locals. Mm-hmm. And of course you said there's so much to learn. I mean, it's such a, so complicated especially with all the licenses you need this and that like it gets a little kind of a it just gets complex and people don't know where to start yeah yeah absolutely there's there's definitely a lot more to the business than people probably think (laughs) yeah and what is your favorite part about is it the do you love teaching or do you like the you know, uh, what, what is your favorite aspect? Um, you know what, there's, there's so many parts to love, but my favorite is probably going to be all the people that I've been able to meet because of it. Um, we've met wounded vets. We, we have interactions with other veteran owned companies. Um, and we have just met a lot of amazing people that I don't think I would have the opportunity to know, um, otherwise. So it's just, there's so, there's so many amazing people out there and it's been nice to get to meet a few more because of it and meet people that are like-minded and share the same values and love for America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, 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 that's great. I don't know. I find you're, you're, you're like going from, you know, competing to this and <laughs> it just doesn't like, it, to me, it doesn't register like, you know, most people are like, oh, I don't want to compete. I want to be a, you know, a personal trainer or this and that. Yeah. But, but you just went from there to there. So it's really interesting to me because, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was kind of a, a 180 flip for me. Um, I, when I had started my Instagram, it was for competing and sponsorships and, and that kind of stuff. And I, I tried and was going to go into the personal training and coaching and this and that, but for some reason I never, it just never took off for me. Um, I love fitness, but I didn't, I didn't feel the passion in, in coaching and training in that aspect full time. Um, I still give a ton of advice, um, through social media all the time, but for me, it just wasn't something that I wanted to make a career. And like I said, the competing, I, I never saw that going, um, or turning into like a full-time gig for me. Um, I wanted to be able to kind of live my life and competing. It's pretty time consuming. And now I now have a six month old little girl. Um, and that that's kind of my world now. And I wouldn't be able to give her the time and attention that I would like if, if I was still just hardcore into the competing and, and that life. So I love it. I do. I have a huge appreciation for it. Um, fitness, um, and health is still a huge part of my life. Um, but it's not my, my main thing anymore. Now I have, I have my fitness, but I also have our business and family and it's, it's been fun that I can do all of that and I still have the support and sorry, the support from my followers to do that as well. So it's been kind of fun to make that transition. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. And of course, everybody, everybody, all your followers love you. And of course you can check, was it, how did you come up with uh, Buffy cookie? Yeah, Buff cookie. It actually came from, so my last name is cook. Uh -huh. And in high school, it was, I always had the nickname Cookie. And so when I was trying to come up with an Instagram name for a fitness account, Buff was one of the words that kind of just popped in our head. So Buff Cookie just kind of clicked and it's now my name almost 24 seven. Um, I rarely have anybody call me Casey. Most people don't even know my name. It's, it's either Cookie or Buff Cookie. Um, <laughs> So it, it just kind of stuck, and I, I get that, that question all the time, but it mostly came from my last name. So. Uh, that's interesting. Cookie. Okay. That, that makes yeah. sense. I, I was thinking, <laughs> that like, you know, I was going to make a complicated story out of it. Like, <laughs> like you, I don't know. But that, that's, yeah, it's not as, as creative as you think it might be. I thought <laughs> it's it, just it, simply well, just a nickname. <laughs> it's, it's, I thought it was creative to me, but um, yeah, that's, that's interesting. And um, of course, everybody supports you and everything. It's it's really interesting watching. I mean, I can't I can't fathom switching from one side to the other. You know, it, it's it, it's really amazing and fascinating how you decided to make that transition. Yeah, and it it came more naturally than I thought it would have. Um, it just I I've always done stuff with guns, and even when I was doing my fitness stuff, I was shooting and doing range events and helping out with the store as much as I could while doing my other job and my fitness. Um, so when it came time that I was ready to just kind of hang up my competing shoes and, and move on from that, it was just, it was already in my life and it just made, made sense. So it kind of just worked out perfectly and it's, it's perfect for our family now because I can take, I can take my daughter. She comes to work with me every day and hangs out at the gun shop. 
Whereas if I was doing training and coaching like I had planned on, I, I would spend a lot more time away from her. So that I have really enjoyed. And it's been a huge blessing to our family to be able to have her with me all the time. So. Yeah. Well, well, case uh, a cookie. Now I can call you because it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> I feel like uh, that's such a, um, when you stopped competing, was that something that you just were like, why, why did you start instead of, you know, I mean, everyone does it for different reasons. Like, was it competing because you wanted to get into fitness or was it just to, you wanted to try um, to see? Yeah, it was, it was more just for the challenge. Um, I like things that challenge me and that was one that I saw all these people doing and I'm like, well, I can do that. Why, why am I not doing it? Let's just go for it. So I did, um, just kind of took a risk or took a chance and did it by myself and tried to figure it out. And then once I did well in it, I'm like, well, okay, let's, let's go on to nationals. Let's, let's see what we can do. And I did, but going to nationals is, it's a different monster um, than what you think. There's a lot more politics that come into, or come into play. And, and once I saw that, I realized how much time and effort I was putting into making myself like this perfect person for one person, for like three people on a judging panel um, to sit and tell me, oh, you know what, you, you have more muscle than this girl next to you, but we like her look better. Or, you know, you have blonde hair, but we like brunettes. So when, once I started to see that really come into play was when I had to kind of step back and say, okay, I can, I can spend my time trying to create this perfect physique for somebody else, or I can, you know, keep doing my fitness, keep in shape and keep this healthy lifestyle and still have a life and do it for me. Um, so that's, that's kind of what made me stop was because I didn't, I didn't want to build this physique for somebody else. I wanted, I wanted to do it for me. So I, I kept that going and still train and work out, but I just no longer do it to get on stage. Mm, okay. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's something that not a lot of people like to talk about because especially, I mean, of course you're done, you've finished competing and you moved on. So that's, that's like something refreshing to hear, I guess, because a yeah. lot of people will, will, will point that out. I mean, they know it, but they never say it. Um, yeah. So. Well, and it's, it's amazing the mindset change that happens during a competition prep. You, you become a different person and it's, I hate to say this cause I don't want to talk bad about anybody that competes cause I really do respect them, but you become the most vain um, person. <laughs> You're constantly worried about the way you look and everything revolves around you and your meals and your workouts. Um, and it played a huge effect on, or it took a huge effect on my life because I stopped going to birthday parties or out to eat with family and friends because, you know, I didn't want the temptation or I needed to, you know, spend so many hours at the gym. So that was, that was huge for me. I didn't, I didn't like that it was affecting my life that much. And I didn't like that all of my thoughts were on myself. So I felt, 
I felt like it was very selfish to continue um, knowing that that's that was my life, that it was revolving solely around me. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something that I think people need to hear every once in a while. I mean, it's not yeah. it's not it's not the nicest thing to say, but it is yeah. it needs to be said. <laughs> Because if you never tell anyone, then nobody's ever going to speak up about that because. Right. Yeah. But I appreciate- and there's a balance. Yeah. Some people are really, really good at balancing it. For me, I just wasn't. It, I, when I do something, I do 100, it 100%, 100%. And, and it just consumed me. So there's a balance. If you can find a balance, then it's great. But I think if anything in your life just completely takes up all your time and all your thoughts, um, you need, you need to give it a rest a little bit. You got to have that balance. It's, it's not good to let one thing consume you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess well, I'll, we'll end on that note and, uh, Buffy cookie on Instagram. Is that correct? Uh, it's buff. Yeah. Just buff underscore cookie. Buff underscore cookie. Um, yep. well, that, that's great. I think you're, you're an interesting person. I think that's, that Thank is <laughs> totally not what I thought. You know, going from there to there, you know, it's just not something that's, uh, I don't know how many com- people who've competed say they are now involved with firearms, but yeah, <laughs> you know, you're a it's, unique it's cookie. Unique. There you go. <laughs> thank <cookie>. you. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> All right. Thank you for, well, thank you. Thank you for, uh, you know, uh, I appreciate your time and everything. So, um, yeah, wonderful talking to you. So <laughs> you as well. You have a good one. You too. Bye. Thanks.